0: This is The Rock Show
1: Backstage. Hello, everyone. My radio name is Wes Nessman. I'm Chris
0: Ekevington. And
1: we are glad to be back with The Rock Show Backstage. Hello, hello. I don't know if we'll be able to do one next week or not. I think we will. I yeah. think we will. I think we will. So you can anticipate that. Get excited. Let's tell everybody how great the next one's going to be. It's going to be amazing. By making this one suck with uh, weird housekeeping nonsense.
0: Perfect.
1: All right. Now, uh, we are are sitting here. We're a couple weeks out from Christmas. It's coming up, of course, on the 25th this year. Very quickly. This year on the 25th. This year. All right. That's when we're celebrating Jesus' birthday.
0: Yes. Happy
1: birthday, Jesus. What uh, type of Christmas preparations have you made thus far? Zero. Zero. None. You don't have one present pot. Nope. You don't have one decoration put up. Nope. You have not called one person to tell them Merry Christmas. No. Nothing.
0: Nothing. No. I That's have nothing. My family doesn't really do presents. Uh, you know my my parents don't really my you know I've got a bunch of adopted siblings and foster siblings. And yeah. So my parents will do big Christmas for the foster kids that maybe didn't get a Christmas before, and right. they might get the uh my older teenage sister some socks and stuff but you know my mom used to always just say you guys get shit year year round right why do i need to buy you extra today and you know she's kind of right about that they were... do they'll do the tree and they'll do the dinner but they don't do gifts
1: i think you left out the word anymore because earlier you were talking anymore, about well, when all i was of the really little you got when, when like, i
0: was very little yeah. yeah for them christmas kind of ends when you're about 7
1: right yeah it's
0: kind of over after that
1: Well, you know, that's really not such a bad idea. Yeah,
0: they don't do. And, you know, so I've been I think I've been jealous from time to time because I don't, you know, as an adult, sometimes it's like, I just need you to hand me some cash or something, you know. Right. And they just they don't do that. They don't do that.
1: I am not a huge fan of that. In fact, uh, we found that um, I found that a little bothersome this year. I don't know if bothersome is the right word, but let me tell you about the situation first. We have this family friend that we trade gifts with every year. But, um, you know, every year we're like, um, or or most years, she just kind of wants like a gift card to uh, Home Depot or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And and she's not a lesbian. Really? She still likes Home Depot. I love Home
0: Depot, so I feel her. Uh, Well, okay. I'm not a
1: lesbian either. Not yet. Okay. Uh, Anyways... it it almost like and this it's the same thing with this one other <coughs> couple of people that we do this with it's almost like you're paying them to go buy you a gift yeah and this year she just basically said how about we don't do this this year and let's donate um some money to an animal shelter i think that's even better i'm like well i was going to do that anyways but you just you did take a little of the christmas away from christmas when you did that
0: yeah uh the last couple of christmases you know i was you know dating somebody and they had a kid so it was fun to get them presents and stuff but this year i don't gotta i'm getting maybe some gifts for the kitties right not really thinking much about it. I might get my mom and dad both like I. I'll usually get them both a little gift card or something. Yeah. But uh, I don't. I'm not expecting any gifts myself. Okay. That's kind of sad uh, sounding, isn't it?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it's, I don't really need anything. Honestly, I can't really think of anything I really
1: need. So it's it's sad sounding, but at it's it's not same really. Time, I don't. The pressure. Well, to purchase gifts makes me nuts. It's I, one of. Uh, I have more anxiety during Christmas than any other time of the year.
0: You know, honestly, as far as my folks go, I would rather be able to call them at some point during the year if I have an emergency that I need their assistance with, you know, like a new set of tires or something crazy comes up out of nowhere. Yeah. I'd rather be able to call them for that than, than buy me some hokey little present. Right, so. uh, sorry, I can't help you with that uh, right. muffler. We right. bought you a Furby. We bought you a Furby, exactly. So I don't want none of those excuses, so... No, I
1: think... Uh, well, I th- which, by the way, you did hint to your dad... I wanted that you a wanted, Furby. ...that you wanted a I Furby. I did hint to him that I wanted
0: a Furby. Yes, now, I did. did
1: uh, there's obviously a new generation of mm-hmm. Furbies out yes, there. They're so cute, and what I want... Did they just look different, or they have more AI in them, or what?
0: Dude, I bet all of the above. I mean, I... That, they're just nostalgic for me because I remember when the first one came out and getting that for Christmas, and I loved it, and I'm just looking at this Hasbro. I literally have it open on my computer right now.
1: Now, did, there's a ground-level Furby, and then there's also an expensive there's one. There's a fancy one. Tell everybody about the expensive the one. The
0: fancy one is like $320. For a Furby. For a Furby, and it connects to the internet, and it does some cray-cray stuff, and it makes like over 150 facial expressions.
1: Yeah. So This is how Chucky dolls got started That one's and a little the bit, murder started. Now,
0: that one's a little insane and i don't want that one i just want this little purple one that's a uh, 70 bucks uh that has a little pizza necklace on that's-
1: pizza necklace
0: yeah so i'm thinking uh i might i might ask my parents if they'll get me that we'll see or am uh, might just buy it for myself because i could
1: <laughs> i'm not above buying my own furby I'll um, do um you know that's kind of the deal um with my friend is as of uh recent years she's kind of just um figured out what one of my favorite albums was Mm. and and purchased me a bit of vinyl. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. You know, and I've got some really great ones that I've spent some quality time with because there's something about putting on an album. You kind of don't feel like you can leave the room or something, or I don't. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to miss not having an album that was selected for me.
0: It's kind of nice when somebody does something special. And you, but I, another thing is, was I have a million siblings? Right, like there's so many of us. If I really wanted to buy everybody a gift, that would be <laughs> it would cost
1: me like a thousand dollars. Well, you know, it depends. <laughs> there's Ten of us, you know, uh, and then I have nephews, and then you know, it's just there's too many. For those of you who are not aware, uh, Renee Raven is my daughter and, and I have a granddaughter and we have always had the tradition of getting one of those Lifesaver
0: books. Oh, I like those. Those the are fun. Sweet time storybooks, yeah. and uh-huh.
1: now everybody makes them. You can get M and M's, you can get Skittles, and everything. Mm-hmm. And if I don't pony up one of those, mm-hmm. there's going to be a problem. They're going to wonder Christmas. What, what the hell? I mean, so I don't know why. You, okay, I got ten siblings. Well, uh, that's you know four dollars a piece.
0: Uh, yeah, we're not going to do any of that. They're fine. They don't need anything. Okay. They, they need. They've been naughty uh-huh. this year anyway. <laughs> I will sometimes get my nephews some stuff. You know, I like I like them. I, right. like, I like the nephews. They're still little. But, uh, you know, the teenage girls, they're fine.
1: They don't need anything. All right. Well, before we get too far away from Christmas, uh, because I wanted to talk about my experiences over the weekend, let's mention that the Lubbock Laugh-Off, if you are hearing this on the 15th or 16th, it is happening the night of the 16th over at Jake's Sports Cafe. Yeah, Do you still have that list of comedians up? Yes, I do. I've got it right here. Let me now, see. headlining the show will be our friend Rainy. This is the second year in a row. Rainy is a comedy and acting professional... Is that how you say yeah,
0: that? Yeah, he's a professional actor. He
1: actually flies out of Lubbock and will go do a play for a mm-hmm. month and, and things like that. So we are very, very uh, excited about having him to headline. He
0: this. is a super fun and very sweet, wonderful guy.
1: And then we have the laugh off. Give us the comedians. So
0: the comedians that are going to be competing on Saturday night are Sweat Chuckles, Derek Lehman Coleman, Tori Forney, J.J. Howell, Curtis Hines, and Red Giles.
1: All right. Now, one thing that we know for a fact, it will be bloody knuckle time between J.J. and sweat, sweat Chuckles. Yeah. We also know for a fact that there's usually somebody who comes up out of nowhere mm-hmm. And it's just amazing. And does
0: really well. We're not, we don't know how this is going to work. So the people that have done this in the past, uh, Sweat and JJ are the only people that have ever, of all these people on this competition. Now, Derek has been to lots of, watched lots of them. He's, in fact, he was a comedian before, and he used to go to the old uh, Laugh-Offs. Right. So he's been doing comedy for quite some time. Tori Forney is a new comedian, Mm. and I've heard that she is very funny and that she brings a big crowd. Uh, Curtis Hines, we've had him, of course, on our podcast several right. times. So you guys are probably familiar with him. And then Red Giles, my friend. I don't know if – has he been in on the podcast yet?
1: Uh, Red? Mm-hmm. I don't know if he I has am, or not. I am not sure.
0: Now, Red is a good buddy of mine and very funny. So I really – I it's it could be anybody's game. We don't know. Uh, But right now, yes, I think between JJ and Sweat, it's going to be pretty rough, man.
1: You know, um, if you come out wanting to laugh – you are going to laugh. Yeah, it'll be One, good. 100%. That's how these things are. And we're going to have it Christmased up just a little bit. And we'll be there to just say hello to old friends and hug and, and plus, take pictures and whatnot. The
0: best part is that we're raising money for animal shelter. So that's that's good. Yeah.
1: Especially at this point, if you pick up a ticket, um, if you pick up a ticket at this point, 100% of your money is going to the animal shelters because we've already covered all our the costs. The cost, yeah. Um, so... Think of it that way. Right. You're dropping 15 bucks in the hat for uh, kitties and dogs to you have get a You get to chuckle. Christmas.
0: You're going to have some drinks at Jake's, and, and then you get to uh, help out the pets.
1: All right. Well, tell me what you did while I was off on vacation. Uh,
0: what did I do while you were off on vacation? Well, I didn't get up here as uh, early in the morning, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I came in at like about 8.30. It was right. pretty nice. Uh it was very quiet in the building because you weren't you and Renee were both gone at the same time and then of that course That never
1: happened. You were
0: both gone at the same time and then you know the person that's in the office next to me Emily she's kind of moved to the other office across mm-hmm. the building right. so I was all alone in the back corner but I was jamming out I had my music cranked up. Yeah. I was maxing in there so I that didn't really do a whole lot while you were gone basically just hung out with the cats and, and hung out in my office here it was kind of nice but kind of sad. I was a little um, bit lonely but I sort of
1: enjoyed it. You know, um that was it was very very tough for me to come back from vacation. Um I had such a good time. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, uh, having a good time requires money.
0: Right. You can't stay forever. <laughs>
1: so I so have to come back to work, but the mm-hmm. food absolutely amazing. Let's uh, talk about that for a second. Your pictures
0: online looked so good. Renee sent me tons of screenshots, sent me tons of pictures while y'all were gone, too. I was like, oh, so jealous. You know... um, The Mexican food looked amazing.
1: I used to have a morning show partner in Spokane, uh, the greatest morning show guy who ever lived by the name of Jim Arnold, and he he would rant and rave about how much he hated Tex-Mex, how they covered up all the food with cheese. Just cheese, cheese, cheese. And I'm like, man, did cheese kill your dad or what? Because he, he would get angry about it
0: we do use a lot of cheese here
1: yeah right um when you get out and you get to uh you know california mexican which mostly is mexican mexican yeah cheese is barely part of the formula at all yeah and i don't necessarily have a problem with you know a good cheesy burrito or a good Mm -hmm. cheesy enchilada but you find out that that cheese was hiding what was inside the other stuff The good stuff. Yeah, so you had a great opportunity to taste what was inside at some of these places. Mm. Man, I went to this place. It's pretty funny because my mom rolls up in this parking lot and she goes, "Do you?" Well, she goes, "We're driving there, about to take the turn to the parking lot." And she goes, "Do you see that place there?" And I said, "Yeah." And she goes, "That's where all the gang members kill each other." Oh my god! And then. She pulls in right across the street <laughs> to this place called Straight Up Tacos, yeah. S-T-R, number eight, mm-hmm. tacos. And we actually went on a Tuesday where all tacos were two seventy five, which, what? Right. What? Wow. And I mean, I'm eating beef cheek. I'm eating carnitas. I'm eating carne asada. I'm eating all of this stuff. Yum. Just, and it's. Absolutely, unbelievably amazing.
0: Right by where the gang members kill each other.
1: Yeah. That's where they got the best food. And then she took us to this uh, Michelin star Mexican restaurant, mm. which was absolutely incredible. But to be quite honest, I like the taco joint You a like the bit, gangster
0: tacos better. Gangster tacos yeah. roll. Word, I feel you. I feel like the best Mexican food is somewhere a little bit dangerous.
1: You think? <laughs> yeah yes well, really
0: the best food in general, not just Mexican food just the best food is somewhere that eh, maybe you
1: shouldn't be The best Mexican food is when somebody says, hey everybody we're selling plates this weekend yes
0: or that woman <laughs> that knocks on your door to sell you some tamales that's the <laughs> best that's <laughs> the best stuff uh,
1: yeah it is you know, so, so it was very very interesting having a uh, you know a a food vacation without cheese also got to uh, enjoy some amazing Asian was it that different than what you can get here? Maybe not, but it was a lot of presentation and, and really, really nice. And of course, the fast food, um, Del Taco. And I, I don't think that Del Taco would necessarily stand a chance out here. Yeah. Um, against when you got Taco Villa and, and Taco Bell so firmly entrenched. Mm-hmm. But man, it's good.
0: Is it? it I is, don't think I've I ever had, been I,
1: to one. I had that uh, Berea ramen.
0: Oh, did you? A whole was Yummy.
1: Well, it tastes just like you think it would. I've
0: had it, but I had it at the flea market
1: here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So the burrito ramen with the
1: tacos and stuff. Right. Delicious. And it's kind of also interesting here. Um, if I told you that you were going to get an extreme burrito here, mm-hmm. you would say, okay, this is going to have, um, you know, it's going to have sour cream mm-hmm. and maybe some lettuce and, mm-hmm. and extra cheese or something. Out there, and this is where I think they're wrong. When you answer, order a monster burrito or something like mm-hmm. that, they put French fries in it.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. I it mean, doesn't, I'm sure, it doesn't I, work. I'd still eat it, but that is a little weird. Yeah. And I think I knew that. I think I've seen some pictures of uh, California burritos with fries in them. That is a little bit weird,
1: right? But you know, they have had some very, very interesting stuff. I didn't make it by. Um, the thing that surprised the hell out of me. Really crazy was the lack of chained fast food restaurants. That's
0: what you were saying.
1: I mean, yeah, we were coming home from Knott's Berry Farm, and we're like, okay, let's just pop in and grab some fries, maybe a small hamburger or mm. something like that. Nothing. Couldn't find McDonald's or anything? Nothing, no. But, you know, I mean, there was this place over by my mom's called Omega Burger, mm-hmm. and evidently they have that one location yeah. and lines around the block.
0: Well, it I, was
1: amazing but still.
0: That's good though. You know because you know one thing that bothers me about travel and vacations um, I hate when I'm with somebody and we're somewhere we don't ever we're never at right. and they want to eat at a chain restaurant that we've been to 8 times. Oh. I can't stand that. I used that's one of my pet peeves. is like go being on a road trip with someone and even if we're even if we're just driving through a little town and we just need to get something to eat, I will find something that we have not eaten yet because I am not I refuse to go to Burger King. When I'm in, you know, Kansas or wherever the fuck, you know, I'm driving through. I am not going to do that because we could just let's go over over here. Let's go to that spot. Even if it's not good, let's try something different because we're not at home right now. We don't have to eat at home food. You know what I mean? Right. So maybe it's good that there aren't a whole bunch of chains. You know,
1: it's uh, got you
0: to try something else.
1: It's very interesting. Again, Knott's Berry Farm where uh, one of the places where I kind of got my start or whatever. I I, whatever I, I worked there for, you know, half a summer um they've started they apparently they lease out a lot of merch kiosks Mm. and even restaurant booths and stuff like that and we're like in knott's berry farm it which knott's berry farm started as a chicken restaurant Mm. and there were so many people going to mrs knott's chicken restaurant that Mr. Knott started putting in little amusements to keep people busy. Busy, yeah. And then it became one of the first amusement parks. That's cool. Uh, and we're like, okay, man, we're, we're getting real hungry. Well, what are we going to do? And we turn the corner, and there's Panda Express. Inside Knott's Berry Farm. Did you hit?
0: Did you hit it up?
1: No. Oh, <laughs> now that's nothing against Panda Express. It was
0: just like, well, the times have changed.
1: I love them. There's a couple in town. They're There's delicious. Gonna be another one, but I am not going to go to a place and have right. something non proprietary. Right. Yeah. yeah. What Knotts is known for, other than the chicken restaurant mm-hmm. in Southern California, is they are the ones that also develop the Boysenberry.
0: The Boysenberry, yeah, that's right. You were telling me that.
1: So we get Boysenberry. Uh, Renee, Renee was two-fisted, and it was hilarious. She had a Boysenberry Slurpee in one hand, and then a Boysenberry. Oh, ice cream cone. Ice cream cone nice. in the other hand. Nice. I'm like, we're gonna be peeling you off the <laughs> walls. And then I told her, you know, they got Boysenberry Churro Sundays next door. So we need one of those. Oh man. Mm, yum, that sounds good. It was on from that there. That sounds so good. Yeah, it was a it was a great little vacation and I really um really got to spend some quality time with my niece and um quality beach time. Yeah beach time both at the uh beach that i grew up at and also in the lbc yeah you
0: were wearing shorts there and enjoying the nice weather and it was kind of cold and icky here
1: right and, and that was twice you know yeah. we went to uh, long beach um one of the last nights we were there and we're just walking around by where the the queen mary's in the background of everywhere we're at mm-hmm. and thousands of boats yeah and you know um it, it was wonderful, and I'm really, really glad to be home with my dogs and my friends, uh, but boy, uh, it pulls at me a little bit.
0: Yeah, where you're kind of like, man, I just want to, I kind of wish I could live here.
1: Uh, you ever think that? Be be close to mom? <coughs> Excuse me. Um I don't know. Even if money was no object, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But would I have more frequent trips? Mm-hmm. Maybe you should do that. Maybe more frequent trips, but I don't know that I would necessarily want to live, live there. there. Yeah. But I don't know. There's remote areas. My cousin Richard was building a nice uh, house in the hills and stuff. You know, that if you looked at it, you go... Well, if it wasn't on a hill, it could be Lubbock. Right. You know, just the way the land looked.
0: Well, I think a lot of times people forget how big and different California, different parts of California are. You know, it's not all just uh, Hollywood.
1: Right. And if there's one last note I could put at the end of this, and I find this even more true each time I go out there, is is that uh, don't believe the anti-hype or anything. It's fine. It's no big deal. Mm. We, there's, believe it or not. I did not see not one homeless person.
0: I was going to ask you, how many homeless people did you see?
1: Well, apparently during COVID, a lot of them uh, were put into temporary housing, and they figured out how to make that work or something. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, well, good. I didn't run into any homeless people. (laughs) It was was, uh, fine. Uh... Uh, The gas was expensive, but like I said, the food was cheap. Nice. You know, and it's the same thing with the grocery stores. The food is really, really cheap there too because you know, so much is grown around the area. Nice. It was a good time. Well, that's Uh, awesome. All right. Well, I think that's about enough for this week. We need to move on and start getting ready for the Lubbock laugh off again. Ooh, it's gonna be fun. Is there anything else you want to mention?
0: No, I just really hope that you guys come out and see us. It's we're gonna have a good time, like we said, um, If you want to laugh, we'll be laughing. It's all for a good cause, and it'll be just like a fun uh, way for us to spend time together.
1: I would like to echo that. Come see
0: the Chrissy and Wes.
1: I uh, stay so busy that I frequently don't get to do things like this, but this one is very, very important to me. So if you get a chance to, please come out.
0: I'm trying to decide what to wear tomorrow. Should I wear my This Bitch Loves Christmas sweater again, or should I? You know, I thought about... Are we dressing festively? What should I do?
1: I thought about... Being Christmassy, I was even possibly going to hunt up my sexy Santa outfit and yeah, stuff like that, but maybe not. It's the Lubbock laugh off, right? I, I have to wear the white, white oh, tuxedo Oh, you've got to wear the
0: tuxedo coat, that's true.
1: And I don't have anything Christmassy to wear underneath it, that's okay. So I think I'll wear my uh, I love vagina t shirt perfect because that's that's
0: very Christmassy.
1: The holiday spirit, you know, that yes, Santa.
0: Probably brought you that. Or Jesus. Or Jesus. They both Both love that shirt. Spirit of the season. Okay. Anyway, that's the end of this. (laughs) We'll see you on Saturday night.
1: This has been The Rock Show. Backstage.
0: (laughs) I hate you.